We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up, everybody? It is 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Points north, south, east, and west. Me and Beamich are way out west. Way out west. Looking at a mountain and a palm tree. That's correct. We are in Arizona in the Valley of the Sun, <laughs> the desert. B, good What's morning. up, brother? What up, man? I'm good. No. I got up at 2 in the morning. 6 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I got up at 2, Landfield. <laughs> it was fun, though. Uh, it was a uh, it, it was a good day yesterday. We we did the show and then played some golf and then Brian passed out as soon as we got home from golf. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Um, the rest of us went out for dinner. We had a good time. Uh, Steak forty four in Scottsdale. If you're ever out here, great restaurant, really good steaks. Um, I play. You know what drives me crazy about you? What? It just drives me nuts. Is or can we speak fully here? Yeah. You were as drunk yesterday afternoon as maybe I've ever seen you, mm-hmm. and I think you shot an 82. Yeah. And I was in <laughs> fairly good shape most of the day and shot a, a 200. <laughs> I, I don't even – I mean, your golfing abilities I, – I, I, I've said it before. I think you're better at golf when you're wasted than you are when you're sober. It makes you focus. It, it has, I, get, I get more focused and settled. It has the opposite effect on 95% of the population. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a video of you unable to move a golf cart because and, you – I mean, now, in your defense, the sides of these mountains you're playing <laughs> golf on are, like, straight up, and you got boxed in by, like, a bush and big rocks. Ray, big Ray moved it. Ray Brown, who played in the NFL for 20 years, <laughs> Brian is physically unable to move his golf cart. And Ray Brown, who, who was gracious enough to have dinner with us last night, just a great dude, Ray Brown came over and shoved the golf cart <laughs> like a 10-year-old yeah, pushes he, a, he got it out a the bicycle. He, he got it moving. He just pushed it, and it was fine. <laughs> um, Ray was a just – such a good addition to the crew last night. Yeah. Um, big nice guy. Big nice guy. So we're now, I believe it's Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. How much Super Bowl vibes are you feeling? Uh, I, I just think it's more about feeling it as we go through the week. Uh, I, I think where we are and the things we were doing, you didn't get a lot of it at this point. But I think every time I – look on my phone or get a text from somebody I know out in the Philly area, uh, a lot of it comes to me. 
Dude, when you were playing, and, and granted, that was Minnesota. Yeah. And there was no social media. What was Wednesday of the Because here, here's why I ask, and I was thinking about this this morning. When, like a regular game week, week seven, whatever, mm-hmm. week 13. Yeah. Wednesday is the day. Like, Wednesday is the beginning of game week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what are these guys thinking, feeling, going through? And and how do you prepare for that when you've had a week off? Uh, I think the, as soon as they get into town and they go through a media night, that's when everything begins. Uh, that was Monday night, right. Yeah, so that starts for the players. I think being in it, you have a different perspective of it. Uh, once I got into the media and started doing things of this nature – you get there and everything is slow, and then as the week goes on, it picks up. Today has to be the day to start picking up. Over at the uh, media row, radio row, and all that stuff, pick things to start picking up. Thursday, for, you remember Thursday and Friday is ridiculous. This is zoo. you know. And then the Saturday, you know, you have a few people in the mornings or whatever, and then boom, the game comes. But right now, I think the players are probably uh, starting to feel that pressure, and and then the coaches are starting to tell them. About watch this, watch that. Don't go this place. Don't go certain places. With actual installation, like the like, typically a Wednesday would be the bulk of your game plan, mm-hmm. and then depending, how, coaches do it differently. But Friday would be third down. Thursday would be red mm-hmm. zone, something yeah. like that. What are they doing installation today, or have they already done it with the week off? They 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 put that they installed already, but now they're going to go through the same things. I think the thing about football players, coaches, and all they are all creatures of habit. And they are going to do exactly what they did all year. Now, the stakes are much higher, you know, and I think uh, – Like the stake prices at Stake 44 <laughs> no, no, last night? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> the other stakes. <laughs> but they, they're much higher now, and I think um, this is where these players – they're players who've been playing for a long time, players in their first year, but this is what everybody plays for. And I think the coaches are trying to – more than ever now, they're trying to make sure everybody's focused. You know, yes, the, every game you play is important. But you're getting to this game right here, they want everything to be damn near perfect. Every day is kickoff, yeah. man. Um, do you predict – I kind of don't, and, and but these are the kinds of things you can't expect. You know, over the years, every once in a while, something weird happens. Like, I'm trying to remember, in Landfill, maybe you can pull it up. Remember the guy that got arrested for getting a – prostitute like yeah the friday night of super bowl week yeah. there was the dude on the raiders that went to like tijuana and mm-hmm. like i mean crazy things happen yeah we haven't i feel like we haven't seen that in a few years but there's largely been like covid restrictions for the I, last th- yeah two i think super bowls the the back in those days i think one of the guys was, the, was, was green bay right i i, I think he was i'll green google bay. it real quick uh i think the one the raiders dude was um Officer. Robbins, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, I think he he went somewhere, and that was a Tijuana guy. Uh, the other kid, I mean, other I'm a kid. He's older than me. Um, played defensive back, I think, for the uh, it was a safety for the Green Bay Packers. Some stuff happened with him. But I, I <laughs> Eugene think, Robinson. There you go, Eugene. So the, the, right the, now, uh, yo, the night I just, just googled it. <laughs> Eugene Robinson was arrested by an undercover Miami police officer who was posing as a prostitute Saturday night, less than 24 hours before the kickoff of Super Bowl 33. That relieves stress, man. Did he play? I don't think he even played. Or did he? Falcons safety. He yeah, played for the Falcons. But he was at Green Bay at one point. I yeah, I'm sure. 
But uh, the whole thing about it is, dude. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but I, I think what year was that? All right, so that was like, did they not have the internet? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to go drive around, dog. <laughs> JP. Yes. That guy did play in the Super Bowl. He played? He gave up an 80-yard touchdown. <laughs> you know what sucks for that guy? I mean, this dude's a starting safety in the NFL. He's mm-hmm. one of the top 100 athletes on the planet mm-hmm. during his prime. And all anybody remembers about old Eugene Robinson, who's a three-time pro bowler, yeah. is that he went and got a hooker the night before the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, Landville, do you know anything else about this dude? <laughs> Gene that's, was a good dude, too, man. That's pretty much it. He missed a tackle on uh, Terrell Davis, apparently, that resulted in a touchdown as well. <laughs> well, hey, I mean. It's certain things in this world that make you do some wild stuff. So was that 98 when the, the, the Falcons just got their butts kicked by the Broncos? Because mm-hmm. remember, if you remember, Elway got two of them late in his career. The first one was the really tight game against the Packers where he did the, the helicopter yeah. into the end zone. And then the second one, I, I want to say Terrell Davis was MVP, and they went banana. They, they went crazy. You have a score on that, Landville? I think they beat the snot out of them. I don't have an exact score, but I do have another interesting detail. Is apparently <laughs> earlier that day, Landville <laughs> um, have all the details. Uh, Eugene Robinson had been given the Bart Star Award for outstanding character and leadership in the community. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. You know what's possible, Landville. Let's 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 help Eugene they, out. They here. Tell you straight up, man. What if biggest drug in the world? <laughs> what if he just had a a pregame ritual and was out of out of town and had no other means to? I, I'm gonna stop. Yeah, um, there you go. <laughs> Let that one go. It was 34-19, right by the way. 34-19, but I feel like it was more. It felt like more of a blowout. Um, I. I want to talk to Jeff about something because Jeff clearly doesn't understand exaggeration. But I, I wanted to ask you a question, Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy Reid was asked if he believes this Chiefs team is a dynasty. Now, this Chiefs team has been to – they won a Super Bowl against the Niners when they yeah. were down three touchdowns. They lost the Super Bowl against the Bucks. They were in the AFC Championship game last year, and now they're back in the Super Bowl. So that's three Super Bowl appearances in, in four, four years. years. One win. Yeah. Are they a dynasty right now? No. They got to win another. You can't just win one and say you're a dynasty. We'll, we'll say that the uh, Buffalo Bills was a dynasty. They've had four appearances in four years. They didn't win any. Nobody sees them as a dynasty. You know what I mean? And I think when you look at how good Pat has been, you look at the, the how good Andy has been. They need to have more than one Super Bowl win to be considered a dynasty. Nobody gets to be a dynasty with one yeah, ring. No. It doesn't matter the sport. You got to get some extra. Money. You got to win a couple. Yeah. And I, I I do believe they're well on their way. I mean, I, I remember you yelling at me when I said Mahomes might prove to be the best to ever do it. Mm-hmm. And I was I was premature. You were correct, but I still think we're on a path. And who's your who's your one one of of quarterbacks right now of all time? Yeah, of all time. Oh boy, we gotta go with Brady. People, it's gotta be Brady. People say what they want about him. Out, I was always he was a Montana lucky. guy. He was this. He was that. When you're there every year, that's not luck. <laughs> 
okay, the situation. Well, Vinatieri kicked the field goal. Well, he drove him down there and put him in position. You know, Tom has done so much, and and to be that good that long, you know, you put Montana right there with him as well, but I think ultimately the results proved themselves. Bro, he's been at 10 Super Bowls. <laughs> yes. And won seven. Maybe it's – is it seven of nine? I know he lost two to the Giants. Two, three, oh, he lost nine. one to the Eagles. Yeah. So he's been at 10. Yeah. And lost and, and won seven. He doesn't like that damn NFC East, I'll tell you. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> he don't like them. They show up and they make things change for him. I um I I have a hard time arguing anybody but Brady at this point. And mm-hmm. I you know what kind of cemented it for me, which if you're Tom Brady, my my vote is incredibly irrelevant, but when he won it without Belichick. Yeah, he went to Tampa, won it the first year. Yeah, and that te- people will be like, "Oh, well, he picked his own team, and they were really good." You know what? What, what, you know what helped? What did Having they, Tom Brady. What did they do the year before? Before right. he got there, you know, they didn't win. <laughs> he stepped in and they won. And you could hear all those guys, men, saying that he taught them how to become winners. That's the thing about the thing that people don't get is that dude worked his ass off, and when he showed up. He showed them a different way. You know, you hear about Tom Brady taking care of himself, working out and hard and hard as people. Uh, you always see him figuring out something. You know, he, he was not just the guy who went out there on the football field and was like the regular quarterback. He was one of those – he had like like Brett Favre. Why was Brett so endeared to his, uh, to his team? Because he didn't act like a normal quarterback. He was a guy who go out there, was rough. He did some things, took some chances, <laughs> took a lot of chances out there on the football pills. field. He, he did a lot of little different things. But when, you, you, when you're not regular, like a, the, the spoiled quarterbacks, guys find us something. They, they begin to like about you, and they go for that. You, you think it's weird if a quarterback has his own staff and demands uh, meeting rooms and office <laughs> space? I think, I think they all have their staff, but I think when you try to demand it in the building, yeah, you got a problem there. Somebody needs to let Russ Wilson understand. Bill Belichick literally chased Tom Brady out of New England because he had a staff. Yeah. Like that like if you if if you read enough and you talk to people, the, the real schism between Belichick and Brady was this dude Alex Guerrero yeah. and like the T B twelve method and all this stuff that Tom was doing. Mm-hmm. And then Russ Wilson thought that was a good idea. I mean, ego and money, man, are, hey, bro, are, are powerful listen, drugs. One thing about it, they and I say it all the time, the NFL and most coaches put quarterbacks on a pedestal. But then when they act like they want to be put on a pedestal, people got a problem with them. But that's what they do. Everybody spoils the quarterback. I wanted to ask you this because, I mean, I remember you telling me the story of playing against Brett Favre in college mm-hmm. when that was like a heavyweight showdown. It's like, oh, boy, B. Mitch versus Brett mm-hmm. Favre, and it was Lafayette versus Southern Miss. All the trouble he's gotten himself into now, mm-hmm. and depending how what you read and what you think, seems like he was pretty aware of some stuff. Yeah. I, I'm not making allegations. I don't know the situation. Yeah. Doesn't seem like it just. Are happened. you stunned by that? No. Like, no, I'm not stunned. Was he always? I don't know, man. I remember the thing. He Brett got... has always been in stuff. That whole family has always been in stuff. Say <laughs> like that. Ain't too much going to surprise me about him anymore. Gotcha. You know, um, Jeff Walker, are you at work today? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, for starters, congratulations. Proud of you. Um, are you stoned right now? 
Bro, you have to stop asking me that. No. <laughs> no, I am not stoned at right. work. <laughs> I, not high and at work. Two for two so far. <laughs> Do you understand when I say that I shot a 200 that I am exaggerating? <laughs> oh, like, he sent you something? <laughs> yo, he, 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 dropped in the gr- he dropped in the group thread, oh, my God, you shot a 200? That's so bad. <laughs> I don't put I'm nothing kidding, past Jeff. nobody. <laughs> oh, Jeff, you hey, could have like dipped you off the snide. <laughs> yeah, because he just so casually said that across the airwaves, and I know the minute I said anything, one, f- I automatically get <laughs> get dog before the one forty even come out of my mouth. Jeff, you actually shoot one forty. I don't actually shoot two hundred. I I probably shot one hundred yesterday. But I didn't shoot 200, dog. Hey, you never know. I, you could have been having a bad day at the course for all I know. You the one who said it. <laughs> Jeff, nobody shoots a 200. I, I don't think that's humanly possible. Like, I think they just. I think it is. I think they remove you from a golf course. <laughs> if, you're pl- if, if you're playing bad enough that you can go north of 150, they, they're just going to remove you. The, the, the ranger or the marshal is going to come out and say, sir, ma'am. You've got to leave. Yeah. That's what – there should be a rule, dude. I thought about telling Kush that. Yo, Kush was bad. <laughs> what do you – What you shoot? Nine, ten, nine. I'm like, dude, your score is getting a little high there, bro. What do you th- – I, I lost $40 to Pete Haley playing golf yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we were – Landfill, you'll appreciate this. We were playing with a dude named Kush, and he was 20 yards off the green. <laughs> Call it 30. I'll be generous to Kush. And Pete said, how many strokes do you think it takes him to get in? I was like, all the way in, putting it into the hole? He's like, yeah. I was like, five? He's like, no. I was like, dude. So Pete did over under four and a half, and I bet him I went double or nothing. The money I was down. Sure enough, took him five strokes to get in. <laughs> he, he, duffed, he duffed two on the side of the green. Then left a putt oh, incredibly awful. short. Then hit a really good putt, though, with his fourth stroke. Yeah, yeah. That I thought he actually might have made it. Left it short, and all of a sudden, I didn't know Pete any money. <laughs> there you go. Pete Haley will join us next. What I got to ask, young Peter. Uh, Peter's getting to a certain age, Brian. Yeah. Where you got to try to put some money aside and buy a house. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to buy a house, the only person in the DMV we trust we work with we believe in is john Leahy. yep you call john Leahy just like mo did mo now a three-time client of john's needs to sell his clarksburg square or condo he was purchasing a new home and needed to sell the condo in a timely manner in order to close on his new home with john's vip seller system they were able to get multiple offers and very on the very first weekend including the cash offer as sometimes happens the first buyer backed out but there were no concerns because john had already secured backup offers with no momentum loss, Mo closed on his condo over asking price and was able to make a significant down payment on a new home, setting himself up for his family and his family up for long-term financial success. We're talking about John Leahy and the Fine Living Group of EXP Realty. Go to johnsellsdmv.com and find your home's value in seconds. It only takes a few seconds to re- request an instant cash offer on your home at johnsellsdmv.com. And John offers you flexible fees customized to your needs. If you're afraid of not being able to sell your home for top dollar anymore, check out John's VIP seller program. John has access to pre-approved buyers, and he knows how to create top demand for your home, getting you the highest price 
possible. He's so confident he can get your home sold, he'll even guarantee it. Call John today, 301-900-3052. Go online to johnsellsdmv.com. Or what's even easier, just Google John Leahy Group and start. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. A little Milly Vanilli get your Wednesday morning going. Um, Landfell, we haven't made you aware of this, but we are recording live today from Beamich's bungalow. It's kind of um, sweet. We're all, we all rented a house out here in Scottsdale, Arizona for the Super Bowl, and Beamich got his own little pool house. How, how's life in the pool house, B? Great, man. Got my own little microwave over here. <laughs> you really made it, man. Microwave, got me a coffee machine, toaster oven right there. You know, it's cool, man. I mean, listen, your little pool house bungalow is super dope. I kind of wish I got the pool house bungalow. <laughs> but the, I wouldn't have led off with the microwave. Hey, man, the mic, you, you got to have something. You gotta, it has everything in this little thing. You, you get late at night, you want to eat something, boom. Late at night, you were asleep at 6.30 in the afternoon. I was up at 1. Um, <laughs> 1.30. Pete Haley joins us now. We're going to make Pete sit with us for a while today. Good morning, Peter. Good morning. It's nice to be in the bungalow. And, yeah, first thing I walked in, I said, is that a, that, that's does, a microwave. Does b <laughs> have his own microwave? Unbelievable. Living so high out here in the Sweet, bungalow. man. Sweet. L- Landfill, are you blown away that b has his own microwave? Uh, I'm not altogether shocked by that, no. <laughs> um. Super Bowl week, Pete, and and I want to get into these teams and what you like and, and who's better prepared and all that, but I want to start with this, and I asked Brian this question yesterday, and perhaps the answer is, I, I recognize that perhaps the answer is, yeah, they're not playing in it, dummy, but you see the Vikings and the Niners are teams that the Commanders lost to this year, That those are... If you had to pick kind of the elite teams in the NFC, I mean, certainly the Eagles are the one, but I think those were the second and third seeds in the NFC playoffs. Mm-hmm. Both of them made important hires this week. They needed defensive coordinators. They hired a coordinator. The commanders seemingly are in no rush. Let's be kind. We'll say neutral. They're in neutral. Yeah. Are you okay with it? 
Yeah, I am, and I think they would just explain it away as we're waiting for Biennemi. Biennemi is a part of one of the two teams that are still remaining, so those other clubs could make their hires because they were hiring from one of the 30 teams that are not a part of the Super Bowl. Um, and in terms of the belabored process overall, it's something that Ron likes to do. I mean, when he made quarterback changes, he would probably know about the change on a Monday, but he would wait to tell us on Wednesday afternoon so he could talk to everybody, inform the players, the guy at the parking gate at Ashburn. Like, he wants to tell everybody. So it doesn't surprise me that he's really taking his sweet time. And I think once he gets to see Biennemi and Biennemi gets to see him, they get to chat. If that chat happens and then they kind of feel each other out, Biennemi makes his ultimate destination known, then the commanders can have their uh, their hiring at last. But, but the thing yeah, I it's, it's, is, a, it's a little unnerving, I guess. You would have to have some level of belief that Biennemi is going to decide to come here to wait that long. What is your – let's start I, with I don't, you. I, I, as I look at it, the, the, we talked about this yesterday with things so up in the air with this franchise. I think people would probably think this is the last place he'll go. Mm-hmm. Now, I, and I think the way they may be able to do something is blow him out the water with the, with the price. Uh, like, you, like you kept saying, give him just, hey, you're going to take care of the office all on your own. And if he can do that, then maybe he would come in because I, I think when you're looking at the possibility of a new owner and things coming in, you automatically assume that everybody could be blown out in a year or so. So I just I don't see where that that level of confidence comes from from them because it seems like they're like we're gonna wait for him we'll, we'll get him yeah confidence is one phrase but sometimes Rivera gets his way where he's arrogant or even maybe a little delusional about the appeals of Washington I mean last year when he was talking so about talking about the sixth ranked exactly, offensive line recruiting and then you quarterbacks know you're, le- you're losing <laughs> sheriff yeah it's like they're there he gets these talking points at times and he sticks to them even when they become well past their expiration date and maybe he is thinking to himself I have these three receivers I have these two running backs who wouldn't want to coach here and he's ignoring the noise above him he's ignoring his own noise and uh is maybe he's going to get told by the enemy uh yeah I'm doing this because you're friends with Andy Reid I'm going to Baltimore right away there's a guy named Lamar Jackson that franchise is stable their owner is sticking around thanks Ron I appreciate you kind of floating my name out there for two weeks but go talk to Pat Shermer again I think your phone's ringing and I think that is probably what's going to happen I, I really am not confident in the enemy choosing this spot either you've been saying all along you think it's gonna be Zampezi yeah yeah and I think I'm I'm still think he's on the the podium but the Anthony Lynn um Ron driving out there the to Lynn see him face to face those two kind of catching up on their own that that started to uh, you tickle my fancy, I guess, and I think that would be a good one. He's he's working with one of the more esteemed coaches in the league. He too is a head coach. That gives you Ron, Jack, and Anthony, three head coaches on one staff. Kind of cool, I guess. Guys who are well rounded in their travels and their experiences. I think it's him. Uh, if I had to bet now, but yeah, Zampezi has always stuck out to me because you can sell it as he knows how. And he's not going to say no. All these other guys could say no. I mean, I don't know if Pat Shermer is going to turn down a job at this point, but they could all say, eh, we're not coming here. Zampezi's here already. He just moves one office down the hall practically, and it would be a promotion for him, definitely. I think I think they'd hire Shermer. I don't think they'd give it to Zampezi. You think they'd give it to Zampezi? Depending. If it was just those two, you think it, they'd do Shermer just so they I could think say Shermer has the experience. And you they can... care about optics. They do. Yeah. Ron cares. You, you, you can you – can... Although Sherman may not be the guy many people want, I think you can sell that because he has head coaching experience. He was a coordinator before Zampezi wasn't. 
And I think people are looking at this thing like, hey, we got a young quarterback. We need to have somebody that's going to be able to take that young quarterback and try to make him what he, what he what he's capable of being. And I don't know if uh, Zampezi has that cachet that comes with it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know much. I think he what, has zero yeah. cachet. I was going to say <laughs> the exact same thing. I mean, cachet rankings. Clearly, Biennemi is at the top of the cachet yeah. rankings. Then I think is Lynn steep, second? Yeah, but I think it's a pretty steep drop already. I mean, just if, if per, let's say Biennemi's a one hundred cachet, mm-hmm. I'd still think I'd still think Lynn is like a seventy five. 75 cachet. 75 cachet. Yeah, I'd probably put him at 70, but we're in the same ballpark. Okay. All right. Cachet ballpark. What is Shermer? He drops down to 60. I was going to say 30. Oh, <laughs> 60 is so generous, yeah. 30, 25. What about uh, London and Studesville? 40. And I also think London, I was going to give him 50. I think 60s. London already it just took a job this morning as with like the Titans or something. Did he as OC or what? No, as like a. Uh, I think they hired a new OC and London's going to go be quarterbacks coach for them or something. Run game coordinator. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I saw so. London's out. Like that. Um, and that, that's starting to happen. If it, a lot it, of people are starting to. Let's credit it to Ben. That that's one thing I can't help but notice. Like the Titans, they had a rough year. They had quarter, quarterback injuries and stuff, but also you lose AJ Brown as hard but yeah. the titans are a very good organization we yeah. can say right mm-hmm. rabel runs that thing well tennessee named charles london as past game coordinator slash quarterbacks coach there you go congratulations charles yeah. um so we could take london off he's the off, list he's off the list now however much cachet he has that cachet ain't coming to washington he's, he's bringing he's, it to nashville yeah. what is <laughs> what is studesville's cachet level Mm. I, I like him. I yeah. really like him. And Beamish liking him adds to his cachet because Beamish has a lot of cachet. He's got <laughs> a freaking think... microwave in his bumble. <laughs> I think Eric, Eric, uh, you know, he, he, he has great experience. And, man, and, and he walks to his own beat of his own drum. I like that. You know what I'm saying? He's not a pushover mm-hmm. when it comes down to people messing with him. So I, I, I think he'll be a good uh, – right. I think Thomas Brown is in the uh, – 60 to 65 cachet range, being the Rams, being young, having McVay's approval and backing. That, I kind of think he's going to take the Cowboys job. Cowboys. OC. He, I know he interviewed for it. I think they might have hired somebody, too. Did they hire check somebody? That. Yeah. yeah, get on it, Pete. Get on it, Pete. Um, Pete's been walking around out here. Did you put the heat on in the bungalow? Yeah, I got to tell Brian Schottenheimer did the Cowboys. Brian Schottenheimer. Yes. So, that job's gone. That is... That's not a lot of cachet. That is not a lot of cachet. No. That is a lot of nepotism. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. Remember that, when Mike McCarthy did that video, how he created his own coaching staff to watch film every week when he yeah. was fired that year? Yeah. And then, I mean, you talk about a lack of cachet. You're the coach that, yeah, I'm just going to go let Jerry boss me around for yeah. a while. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to collect these fat checks. And I'm gonna drive this big truck, and I'm gonna live in Texas. If you're gonna get bossed around, you better be the owner. He also has the <laughs> inverse JP Finley ears, where his ears are like glued to the side of his head. <laughs> it's, they you guys bookend each other on the ears. <laughs> My spectrum. ears aren't big; they just stick out. Right, and no, his his are folded in, like yeah. like when you park your car Weird. and you tuck your rearview mirrors in. <laughs> Weird. Um, what is Kenny Zampezi's cachet ranking, Brian? I don't think it is. On a scale of 1 to 100. It's it's low. 10? Is it double digits? No. If you put 9.5. Is Kenny (laughs) Zampezi's cachet ranking 
about the same as my golf ability. I think you got him. You think I'm a better golfer yeah. than he has cachet? There you go. I, wow. I stamp it, and it's having watched you play golf a lot. Doesn't speak highly of Zampezi's That's cachet. That's tough for Zampezi. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. I don't. That's why I think they would hire Shermer because they're aware that yo we cannot do this with Zampezi. Yeah. And I, dude, maybe Zampezi would prove to be a good coordinator. I, we don't know, right? But the results when he was calling plays were very bad. Yeah. And 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 that is important. Um, I'm just I I don't. It's remarkable that we are at this place. Does it bug you now that they haven't made any moves, or, or, or do you think they're just waiting on the enemy? I think they're waiting on the enemy, but I, I'm I'm I just I'm at the point where you they have to know something if they're gonna wait like this because if you wait this long and then he just couldn't slams know, the door on you, it, that will look that, so that will look worse. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure Rappaport will put out some tweet. You know, Biennemi really liked what the commanders were building. He really considered them, but ultimately chose Baltimore as a 51-49 decision to try and save the optics. But, yeah, this this could be your waiting around two weeks to be told, nah, see ya, thanks. Remember when the Wizards purged their entire roster and cleared all the cap exactly. space to get Kevin Durant? And he and said, nah. He wouldn't even take a meeting. Yeah. EB to yeah. D.C. Yeah. Might, I, might fail just like KD to D.C. did. I think I think he will at least take the interview. Yeah. If he doesn't take the interview, then you're right. It's a disaster. Yeah. But if he interviews and decides to go elsewhere. You tried. I, yeah. Hey, that's hey, what they do. Brian, try. we wanted Matt Stafford. We got <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yep. And we wanted Russ Wilson. And we got Carson the, Wentz. Carson. We'll see what happens with BN. We wanted the little alien. We ended up with the big alien. I mean. He was a little weird, too. Russ Wilson is an alien, but Carson Wentz is. Carson weird. Yeah, yeah, he's weird, weird looking for yeah, sure. Yeah, nice guy though. <laughs> I wish the world. <laughs> yeah. I wish the world just saw Bmitch as Carson Wentz. Wentz wiggle. That was that was tremendous. Uh, don't go anywhere. It's Bmitch and Finley. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. We all have our systems when we bet, from picking the perfect upset to calming through injury reports the night before the game. System pick. Yep, always. But there's one thing every better should include in their system: the responsible gaming tools available on FanDuel Sportsbook. These tools help you play and keep your play in check and under control. Tools like time limits, so you don't unknowingly spend time more time on the app than you intended. Wager limits to help you prevent from betting more than you should. And you can take a timeout, which pauses your account for as long as you may need. FanDuel wants every better's experience to be about fun and entertainment. So visit FanDuel.com slash PlayWell and make responsible gaming tools a part of your system. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1067 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old and present in Virginia. If you have a gambling problem, make sure you call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's reports of a very bad snorer in Arizona. It's a bear on the loose. There's a bear on the loose. we got to <laughs> be mindful of that. Um, Mitchell Bear. <laughs> what we do on the B. Mitch and Finley program, we have a rule. And this is kind of a rule-free environment, to be honest with you. Yeah. But we do have a rule. Whenever I get a press release we read it. from the commanders, we read it. Yeah. You're, you're part of the press, and they're yeah. giving you information. And they're releasing disseminate it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is uh, from the commanders. Welcome to the command post. Brian, yeah. welcome. Happy to have you, Brian. Cool. Apparently, this is what the email is called, the command post. In case you missed it. <laughs> Last week, Washington Commander's senior advisor, 
Doug Williams spoke with media about the significance of Super Bowl 57, the first in history to feature two black starting quarterbacks. That's the first sentence. Mm -hmm. Second sentence. This is where it gets a little funky. You ready for this? Pay attention, Brian. (laughs) Commander's mascot, Major Tutty, made his way to Las Vegas to celebrate a weekend of Pro Bowl festivities. There's not even a paragraph break between those two. Like, maybe give him a little room <laughs> from Doug to Tutty. You went from Doug and the significance of him in the Super Bowl to what's happening now to Tutty? To, well, and even better than that, you ready? Mm-hmm. Tutty was joined by players Terry McLaurin, Deron Payne, and Tressway for a day of service with the Boys and Girls Clubs of Southern Nevada. Perhaps... Mention the players before, before Tutty. Yeah. Tutty didn't join them. <laughs> they joined Tutty. I mean, this is a nothing thing. We're just kind of having fun with it. Please don't be offended, whoever's going to text me from Ashburn. But you could probably rework that a little bit. Right. Yeah, yeah because I think it was all about those players. That Pro Bowl. Yeah. It's about the players. It's tough to go from the significance of Doug Williams and this Super Bowl having two black starting quarterbacks to Major Tutty going to Vegas. Yeah. That's how we roll in the command post. <laughs> um, That's weird. <laughs> I, and we are a pro Major Tutty show. I, I like that. I have pointed out repeatedly that I am pro Major Tutty. Yeah. Um, but we I know just, that I, there are limits. I, I, I wouldn't give him second billing ahead of Terry McLaurin, Deron Payne, and Tressway. Yeah, I wouldn't. I think, I think it'd be. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I think those guys are more important than Major Tutty. Uh, very, very much. I mean, literally, they're Pro Bowl players. Yeah. Not Pro Bowl mascots. He is a, yeah. yeah. Those guys, are, they should always be put before everybody <laughs> that try to put themselves before that, those guys that play. Do you think the person who's wearing the Major Tutty outfit in Vegas, like, would go back to his hotel room, shed it, and then just go on, like, crazy benders to, like, yeah, balance out his life, or did he go home and and relax and get ready for the next day of being Major Tutty? I, uh, How many people were Tutty in Vegas? Have I told you my Tutty story? That the day he was born, yeah, they were there, right? <laughs> so I run into Major Tutty like basically in a stairwell at FedEx as he's like getting ready to go, and I was like, "Oh, Tutty, what up?" And he's like, "JP Finley, what's up?" <laughs> 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 Whoever was in the costume just broke character immediately. <laughs> now I don't think he's done that. So let's we are we are three. That's funny, man. We are three men with college degrees here. Brian has a real one. Me and Pete went to Maryland. Um, we're looking at a picture of all the mascots that were at the Pro Bowl. Uh huh. Can we name any of them? Do you know what the Eagles' name is from the Eagle Eagles? Uh, what's the name of it? That's a no. That's a no, no, no I, I don't to, know his it, name. I'm in between. No, no. I want to say the 49ers guy is Sammy. I have no idea if that's accurate. The only one I know, and he's not in the photo, is Sir Purr because of that funny Robbie Anderson video that came that's out years Panthers ago. That's guy. the Panthers guy. But Sir Purr? Purr. Sir Purr because okay. he's a cat. I'll look up the mascot um, names. I feel like the Bronco might be Benny the Bronco, but that also there's an EDM guy named Benny. I think the Patriot Benassi is Pat the Patriot, right? Um, I got nothing on the Titans. Anybody? No. I, like, what even is that? Like, what would you call that creature? You're right. It is Pat Patriot. All right, I knew he's it was a Pat. larger than life crowd pleaser. Just here? Yeah. 
It looks like a damn a cat or something. It does look like a cat. Yeah. Like a very large alley cat. The Niners um, mascot is Sourdough Sam. Sourdough so Sam. So I was right. I said Sam. Yeah, but Sourdough, sourdough Sam. Sam. Why Sourdough, though? Sourdough's like big famous. in San Francisco. Yeah. Right. They're, they're well known for their bread. Gold. Um, I love sour cream. I hate sourdough bread. Whoever the marketing people are behind calling stuff sour, they really need to be fired. Like, there's got to be a better <laughs> name for this stuff. <laughs> it's just... It's just what it is. The Titans mascot is T-Rack. I think it's because he's a raccoon. Um, All right. Looks like a raccoon. Yeah. What but is, how does the raccoon and Titans come together? Because that's all they got in Tennessee? I don't know. I don't understand that one. What is – since when do the Lions have a lion? There's a there's a weird cottage industry of writing mascot biographies. Give that us is one. Now existing. So T-Rack. T-Rack is the Titans raccoon? Yeah, where, where can you find him? He's frolicking in the beautiful Tennessee State Parks. His favorite color is Titans blue. His favorite team is the Titans. Duh. Do you even have to ask? Is that all written? Yeah, his height <laughs> is real tall. His weight is heavy. His age is young at heart. Swoop is the Eagles. That's Soup? it. Swoop? Swoop. <laughs> swoop. I like swoop. That's cool. I prefer soup. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Caps Eagles name? Uh... Screech. Screech. Yeah. Something or is like that, that the Nats? The Nats and the Caps mascots are incredibly similar. They're close. Um, Landville, can we get a ruling on that? Who is Screech? I think Screech might be the Nats. So who is the Caps? I'm going to get a billion tweets. Uh, the Caps mascot is Slapshot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Screech Slapshot. is Screech the is Nats, Nats mascot. Okay. Okay. The, and then G Wiz, of course. But for, I, for I just Wizards. went to a Wizards game last Friday, and I didn't see him. I think he's been out for a while. COVID? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't ask the team for a comment. They didn't tell you? Hold no. on. Is G Wiz no more landfill? G Wiz and the know. Secret Service Dunkers? I haven't seen him in a couple years. Yeah, didn't they replace him with Jaw Rule on Friday or something? <laughs> and Rick Ross. Hold on. Rick is, Ross took forever to come out. Is Ja Rule the new Wizards mascot? <laughs> that is quite a fall from grace. Put it on, man. <laughs> how, how long did it take for Rick Ross to get out there? So Ja Rule did his so thing. So wait, you went to the game. Yeah. The Wiz lost to the Blazers. Yeah, that was the night they raced out to a 20-point lead the first time and then lost. Um, but afterward, it was part of their concert series. Ja Rule and Rick Ross, great double billing. Ja Rule came out, had a ton of energy, was just slaying it. Was in tremendous shape, too. I was jealous of his pecs and his abs. And then it was very clear that Rick Ross was not ready. So then they were just killing time with the DJ and with people dancing. And I was getting agitated with Rick Ross, and I'm sure he didn't care at all. But it took him a good half an hour. Like it should have been. It should have been Jaw Rule leaves. Rick Ross comes on. You capitalize on the energy. There's a big drop, drop off. off. And Rick Ross was probably at that stop. Yeah, and then he just kind of hung out by the logo and would kind of turn around Rick and Ross talk was to people. Probably at cloakroom. That's, <laughs> that's my yeah. guess for where Rick Ross. He delivered was. once he showed up, and yeah. again he he's established himself so he can be late to a Wizards concert. But I was a, I was ticked off. Uh, should have went and told him something, Pete. I, yeah, let him know. I was way too high. You should have checked stands. him. Yeah. You, were, you were way too high? Way too high up in the stands. Were you stoned? No. I had drank a bunch of large, expensive IPAs from the stadium. But What's, a, what's an IPA cost at a Wizards game? 20 bucks? 18? Uh, 18. 17.99, I and think. And they're like 24 ounces? 
the so they're not as the normal size of like a Stellar or Coors Light. I think it's like five fewer ounces. I think mine was nineteen ounces or so. Wow, nineteen ounces Maybe of a, an IPA. That's a lot. Tough. Yeah, I felt very sluggish. <laughs> but Ja Rule tried his best to get us going, and then put it on me. Don't go anywhere. You listen to Mitch Bentley. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.